7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. <laughs> you know what, man? I, I don't even know. I don't know, you know. I hope Tyson Fury does beat Wilder. I can't see the end of Wilder beating him in a third fight because he outboxed him and he outpunched him and he outroughed him up and he... What's Wilder going to He's not going to all of a sudden become a great jabber and a great mid-range fighter, you know. He got outboxed, he got bullied and he got beat up, so I can't see him winning the third fight unless Tyson Fury just become completely complacent and get tagged, which can happen in with boxing. Everywhere boxing is <laughs> it's the craziest thing ever. But, um... But I got a feeling Tyson Fury beat Wilder and he'll vacate and try and fight Anthony Joshua without the belt. You know, I got a feeling that's what he'll do. He doesn't seem to show any interest in the fight. I want to fight me, you know what I mean? Um, and they try really trying to put obstacle in the way of fighting me. You know, he said that when he beat the Anthony Wilder, he was going to fight me because he deserved it and it been mandatory and blah, blah, blah. Then after the fight, he started saying some other stuff. But that's typical Tyson Fury. He says one thing today, he says another thing tomorrow. I guess that's what makes him exciting and make him controversial, I guess, but... Hopefully, he does fight me. I think it's a big fight. And um, it's a very winnable fight for me as well. And a very good evening, everybody. And uh, thank you for joining us on SAFM Spot On and for staying with us on SAFM uh, this evening. I am Tabi Somosia, Katlako Mudiba and Timothy produced the show. And Patrick Munana is back in technical with us. Well, that was Dylan White, uh, that opening clip that we started with. Uh, he is fighting Povetkin, of course, soon. But he's also talking about a potential fight with Tyson Fury. Doesn't think Deontay Wilder will beat Tyson Fury there, uh, Dylan White. So he also wants to have a, uh, a shot there at the champion. Uh, that means it is a Boxing Wednesday and that's why we've opened with that uh, boxing clip and uh, we're going to talk all things to do with the sweet science that is boxing uh, this evening. The good news is that we are very close to seeing tournaments returning after the country moved to level two yesterday and uh, Rodney Berman uh, of Golden Gloves has already come out to say that he has a tournament in October and in December and uh, we're going to speak to him later to find out more about his comeback at tournaments. We will also profile female boxer Mangele Hadebe who took up boxing very, very late but she's already made a big impression. She was prospect of the year back to back at the Boxing Essay Awards and she's even impressed her family who had doubts about her taking up the spot of boxing but they are now her biggest fans so we're going to speak to Smangele Hadebe just to find out more about her journey, about her career the state of women's boxing in the country and how are they coping during lockdown because we know that in women's boxing it is a struggle to get fights you even have to fight people outside your weight division uh, because that's how scarce fights are so Smangele will take us through that and also on the show tonight we will remember Mr. Fezile Mabuya former boxing promoter who passed away uh, last uh, Friday. He'll be laid to rest uh, this Friday. They call him the Messiah of Boxing in the Free State and I've seen some of the tributes that have been pouring in since his uh, passing was announced and you can tell that this was a boxing man uh, through and through there and that's why he's, uh, <clears throat> so many messages have come through so we're also going to do that on the show. Our WhatsApp number is uh, working so you can send us those voice notes to 061 4104 107 uh, 061-4104-107 or you can SMS us to 41391 if you prefer to call us directly you can call us uh, to call us on this number apologies 0891-104-207 we'll keep you updated with the football there's a game between Kaiser Chiefs and the Bloemfontein Celtic at the moment at the Tuck Stadium it was 1-1 at half time I'm just trying to change channels here to see because I know they've came they've come back after the break now uh, Celtic and uh, Chiefs and there it is. Oh, it's 2-1 to Celtic now, uh, four minutes in the second half. So we'll keep you updated with that scoreline. There was a game earlier, Supersport United beating Pulukwane City by two goals to nil earlier today. So they move up to third above Pirates and just two points behind uh, Mamelodi Sundowns there in the APSA Premiership standing. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And let's start off by uh, remembering one of our own here. And uh, we are joined on the line by Mr. Archie Jonas, a regular listener, regular caller on uh, this show. But most importantly, he's a man that has served in Boxing South Africa structures here. And uh, he was also the family spokesperson, as we remember, veteran promoter, Mr. Fezile Mabuya. Uh, Mr. Archie, good evening and thank you very much for joining us tonight on SAFM. Evening, member. Are you well under the circumstances, member? Sort of, sort of, really. 
Yeah, no, I can understand. Maybe we can start there. I mean, how is the family holding up during this difficult time? Um, they, they are trying because they all been all on in one uh, in one place, and then uh, and the way we know them, you know, they are fine because now the mother, the sons, uh, I mean, they are there to be joined by the daughter from Pretoria. Was in all, she was already there. So they're just united and just go looking forward. And uh, I mentioned that Mr. Mabuya passed away last Friday and I've seen tributes pouring in from all over the place. Uh, one piece called him the Messiah of Boxing in the Free State. But firstly, are you able to confirm if it was indeed COVID-19 like it's been reported? Yes, I mean, having received permission from the family to disclose, yes, it was. Mm, sad news indeed. And what has boxing lost in Mr. Mabuya? Boxing in the free state especially has lost a foundation. And uh, boxing nationally, with all the promoters, the trainers, they knew him. Uh, they knew his voice, uh, the conferences, uh, wherever he was, everybody would know that. Uh, uh, as they called him in golf, uh, because he was also a golfer, mm. the German Slayer is in town. <laughs> and, and for those who are not familiar with the German Slayer, and maybe they're hearing about him today or over the past few days, who was uh, Mr. Fezile Mabuya? Mr. Fezile Mabuya, remember, <laughs> uh, I've not known him much. It has been only 43 years that I know him. Only? Yes. <laughs> only 43 <laughs> years. Older, 10 years older than I am. Yes. I'm just trying to run away from saying I really know him, but it, it has only <laughs> been 43 years. And uh, he was this person. He was, uh, who was always forward in everything. You'll ask from Dr. Ngatane, you knew him and all his ideas. And uh, you'll ask from the community, you'll ask from almost everybody around town. Mr. Fezlima Buya was always there, especially in sports. Mm. Like, for example, trying to build them. Uh, in fact, he built uh, boxing boys and girls simultaneously and all telling them what boxing can do. He would also tell them that, listen, if boxing is not about war. When he talks to these, especially to ladies, he would say it's not about war, it's about protection. And uh, finances there, you'll always come up with money and then it will take you to school. I believe he started off as an as an amateur boxer. Is is that correct? And then did he ever fight professionally? Um, it's true, but now in professionally, I have not because I was not in the in this. Um, I was still in the SNK then. Mm. But uh, he has been always his language. I mean, to to, to tell the truth, <clears throat> he brought me to boxing because mm. I was just a ragarite. And then now he brought me to boxing just as an official. And, uh, you know, what? this led to that, this led to that. And he later became the founder of Mabuya Boxing Promotion. How do you describe his work as a promoter? Because I see most of the tributes are about his work as a promoter. He always, uh, he was in, in boxing in a humble way. To say whenever, even when I was still in the I mean, sports, I mean, provincial department, and then we were saying who takes the big fights, who takes the small fights, he would always tell us that, listen, guys, you can do whatever you do with your I mean, big fights, your big promotions. I'll always move, or if you could assist me with the small fights, I'll be at ease. And, and, are there any champions, any notable names that came out of this boxing promotions, Maboya boxing promotions? Yes, you came up with his I mean, uh, good fighters. But now we're not, we're not that fortunate with the, the, I mean, a lot of champs. For example, if you remember, remember many years back where there was this famous fight his son had, that is Keishas Maboya. Yes. And then now everybody said now he had taken his son I mean, to the slaughterhouse. But whenever, when you analyze that fight well, it was not a bad fight, really. But now most of the 
Then you had a string I mean, of boxers from the free state, which I mean, he claimed, which he, uh, whom they claimed him that now this is our man. But now, he, ever, whenever you see him, people saw him as a boxing person more than a, a politician, because on various occasions he became a councillor anyway. And this fight that you're talking about of Keshas Mabuya, was it the one with uh, Aladdin Stevens? You know it, I mean, uh, member, because now people thought that that was a, 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 a misfight, but now it was his confidence he has, I mean, planted in Cassius. Yes, and w- was he involved in Cassius's career right through? Right through. Even now, even now over the weekend, I was at a, mini, a, mini, a distance spacing with Cassius. We talked about that fight, and then now uh, he was saying the. It should have been I mean, a refight. He thinks he could, things could have gone the other way. Uh, but he was knocked out then, eh? He, he was. It was not. It, 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 in fact, it's not a fight we can, you know, I mean, I mean uh, talk about it. It was mm. not a good fight. I remember he also fought Jan Bergman. He tried. Yes, he did. Yes. He did. Because now you could see the heart of the father there. Because now of his, he had uh, trained the man. He has put everything in his son. But then, then he thought that now, man, this boy would make it, you know. But then things didn't go that route. But he, Cassius, really fought the the big boys. And um, I, I believe at the time of his passing, Mr. Mabuya was a timekeeper, which means he was involved in boxing right until the. The, the end, does it talk about his love for boxing, that he's a true boxing man then? In fact, he was in boxing. He was a jack of all trades. Mm. Uh, he, he, for example, we know that now if you're, you're a promoter, you're a promoter. We mm. know that now if you, you are, you're a trainer, you're a trainer. But when the, the man chips you down, he would assist. Mm. I mean, in the administration and officialdom. As long as he didn't have any, I mean, a boxer within the ring. Overall, how would you like Mr. Fezile Mabuya to be remembered? Uh, Fezile Mabuya wanted the best for everybody. He wanted the best for many the families, for example. Uh, he was too much involved even with children. Mm. Because now every time he gets into the house, he would say to the small children, yes, missus. And then he would say to the boys, yes, 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 things like those. But I mean, I would like him to be remembered. His legacy would just follow what he dreamed of to see to it that now. I mean, that now to the, the, the whole of the free state and most of the country to be to, to have the boxers on daily basis to have everybody protect himself to so that now people, for example, he used to promote the question that now there's, there's a easy pay, I mean, a funding, there's an easy money in boxing. For example, you remember a few years back there was this woman boxing, I mean, he was part of it where they, I mean, 180,000 rand was given to the winner. I mean, uh, true sponsors. Mm. That, uh, that was uh, firstly Mabuya, who would really, even the time, I mean, the, 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 he would, I mean, uh, spear the municipalities to say, please, I'm a uh, promoter, I don't want to get involved in the funds. Please, mm. can you do ABC? You will be assisted by Boxing South Africa, you'll be assisted by us, but please do your own thing, just as to support the boxing, to keep the, the, these boys and girls from the streets. Now, we know him, obviously, for his involvement in boxing, but you mentioned earlier on that he was a counsellor. What, what other work has he done, or, or what is his, his legacy, even besides boxing? Um, he, he was, he, he, I will say he was a, one of the entrepreneurs around here, because at some stage he was uh, in the business of houses. Mm-hmm. That is now selling here, selling there, building here, building there. Those that was those were part of what he was doing, but mainly he was at the golf course and at the gym. And do you have any news on when he will be laid to rest, or has he been laid to rest? The his son Umzoli, who's leading and seems to be stronger, um, said uh, talked about Friday nine o'clock between nine and ten at house at, at three seven three seven Doctor Mgoma Road. And obviously people have to respect the COVID-19 regulations. 
that is what uh, we've uh, been, been requested and discussed around to say each and every rule and regulations of the regulation of COVID-19 will be practiced to the, to, to the, the full. And uh, the spacing should, should well be there. And everything, that is that there, was, there will be no mistake because now the security, the local security will be around to assist in that. Okay, loud and clear, Mr. Archie Jonas. Thank you very much uh, for helping us pay tribute to Mr. Fezile Mabuya, uh, the messiah of the free state boxing, as it was called in one article in the Sowetan. And may his soul rest in peace and do send our condolences to the family. They are listening, uh, member, and uh, we'll show to the I many send even the message around to other people. But because of the boxing, which was engraved within the family, mm-hmm. boxing in that family will not die. Uh, We certainly hope so. Thank you very much, Mr. Archie Jonas, for speaking to us here. And I've just received a message from Temba Nguni, who says he thinks Dr. Ntsele Ntsele is also one of the notable fighters that Mr. Mabuya once promoted. Yes, I think that is correct. Thanks for that message there. uh, timber there. Up next, we're going to speak to Smangele Hadebe. We're still going to speak to uh, Rodney Berman to find out about his comeback fights. It is still 2-1 to Bloemfontein Celtic up against Chiefs. There are 30 minutes, still 30 minutes left in this game. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Still talking all things to do with uh, boxing and uh, we are now uh, joined on the line by our next guest. We want to find out more about Smangele Khadebe and how she got introduced to the sport of boxing uh, because a lot of families don't usually support our female uh, boxers when they take up the sport saying it's a dangerous sport and what are you doing in, in boxing, my child? So let's find out more about Smangele Khadebe. You'll remember that a couple of weeks ago we spoke to Colleen and she manages Smangele and she was telling us how impressed she's been with the Smangele inside and outside the ring and she joins us on the line smash good evening from us on safm thank you very much for agreeing to speak to us tonight Hi, thank you so much for having me thank you i think the, f- the first question to ask is how have you been coping during this lockdown uh, oh no hello Oh, sorry. Apologies for that. We've just lost Mangale Hade, but we're going to get her back on a much better line. And then I think that gives me a chance to just let you know about what's coming up on the TKO Boxing Show this Friday night on SABC2. couple of fights that have been lined up, including Andrew Matebula against Edward Lamini. There's also a profile on... The Sting, Nika Kumalo, another profile on a Blue Jaguar, Anthony Moroti. So uh, catch those uh, profiles and that fight on the TKO Boxing Show this week, this Friday. And next week, they are featuring Gabula Vabaza's fights. Next Friday, it will just be uh, Gabula Vabaza. So that's what's coming up on the TKO. Uh, Smash, sorry about that. We had lost you there. I just wanted to find out how you are coping during uh, this lockdown. Uh, like been tough for all of us, I think, but I'm actually managing to push through, you know? Mm. Yeah, because even work, it's been on and off, and we miss the arrangement as boxes. We miss being injury, actually. Mm. Yeah, so level two will open up opportunities for us. Yes, we all hope so. Were you able to apply for the relief fund? Did you qualify? Uh, Yes, I did qualify for the relief fund, but um, yeah, I've been, because the post office, because they sent me to the post office to mm. go and collect it, but it's hectic, eh? the queue is hectic, I haven't been able to collect it now. But have they confirmed that you're, that you're getting the money from the relief fund? Yeah, yeah, now they have, they have. No, that's good. That's very good to hear. And with COVID-19 affecting all of us, did you have any upcoming fights that have been affected? Uh, Before the lockdown, I was supposed to be fighting a girl from Eastern Cape, challenging the SA title. So because of it, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hoping to get that SA, but now... Yeah, I'm just hoping that after we can still continue from where we stop from. Mm. So you're hoping the fight can still take place? I'm hoping, but also my manager, Colleen, like all of them, is giving me hopes about that. So I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for the best.
Ah, that's good. Especially because boxing is slowly coming back. Training was permitted and it looks like tournaments will come back soon. Were you able to train at all under lockdown? Yeah, because I'm training on my own. Currently, mm. I've been running. I haven't been able to go to training because mm, I'm traveling to the Chobek. Mm. So it's a bit risky taking also public transport. So I'm training on my own at home. But yeah, I'll start traveling soon. And and you said you've got another job that's been keeping you busy during this time? Yeah, it has been. We manufacture flower pots and fountains. Mm. Yeah, so that's been keeping me alive. And is that a full-time job? Are you employed? Yeah, I am employed. It is a full-time job. Because I'm working Monday to Saturday. And how long have you been doing the other job for, along with your boxing? It's about three three years now. Three years? About three years. Yeah, it's about three years. I've been doing that for about three years now. D- does it help then uh, to, to, to help you obviously put food on the table since you don't uh, have regular fights in women's boxing? Uh, to be honest, it does help a lot. Because currently I'm renting so as well. So, yeah, I can say I'm surviving, but it's, it's not enough. Mm. You know, are you able to find a balance, or how are you able to find a balance between the two? Okay, we're going to try and, and, and get you back on a better line. I think the line continues to fail us there. We are talking to Smangele Hadebe, if you've just joined us. She is one of the leading uh, women boxers in the country. If you have any comments, any questions, if you do know Smangele, you can uh, join us on OS. You can uh, send us voice notes to this WhatsApp number, which is 061-4104-107. Or you can call us on 891 104207. Our SMS line is 41391. We are talking to Smash After that, we're going to speak to Rodney Berman because he's announced on social media that time. He's also has a tournament is coming back uh, in October as well as in December. So we want to find out has he received approval? What are the boxing tournaments likely to look like under level two or even under level one will fans be allowed will it be behind closed doors so that's what we want to find out from Rodney Berman there but he's confident he seems confident rather uh, that his tournament will go ahead in October and in uh, December but he did say in his statement that there are few casualties there are few tournaments that have to fall along the way so we'll find out more from uh, the Golden Gloves man, Mr. Rodney Behrman. We've got Smangele back on the line. Smash, I was just asking you before we got cut off if it's easy to find a balance between your full-time job and uh, with boxing. Yeah, it is. It is easy when you active as a boxer. But as 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 as, as I'm working with the flower pots and fountains, I'm able to survive, pay my rent at the end of the month, put food on the table. Yeah, I can say I'm... Um, I'm, I'm I'm a bit balanced, mm. but I do need fights to boost me up. Yeah, yeah. And are you holding another job because you love it or because you just have to because there's just not enough money in boxing? Uh, to be honest, I love I, lo- I love I love my job because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do love working with my hands. Uh, yeah, of course. It's, it's something <laughs> like. It's, we started three, three years back. Mm. Uh, the guy who was working for someone else, working with the port and front, but, and then he decided to start his own small company. I started with him when he started. So I, was, I started by wanting to learn how to do them. So now I'm into it. So I'm hooked. that's very good to hear that's very good to hear but let's go back to boxing now in your views Mangele how would you describe the state of women's boxing in South Africa Uh, honest we are improving but slowly as women because it's really hard to get fights we 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 do get challenges of like not having a fight or fighting the same person for three times, four times. 
see. We do need outside fights as well. We do need titles for female. If we just want to to be more, to have more females in boxing mm. in South Africa, I'm sure that will create many opportunities for all of us. And is there is there enough money in women's boxing? Mm-hmm. Is when you get to the higher level, but when you don't have any world titles, any promising fights like outside fights, uh, it's, it's it's very very tough. It's very tough. It's not really enough. Yeah. Not really enough. Yeah. When we spoke to Colleen two weeks ago, she was sharing how tough it is for for for, for the boxers and getting fights, like you've said, and that you mm-hmm. even have to fight people outside your weight division. How does that make you feel? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was one of those female boxers that fights because I was fighting Bantam at first because mm. of I'm actually a flyweight, mm. but I was fighting Bantam and. It's really tough because that boxer from that weight, she's on her weight already, but she's from up. Like maybe she's from 57 or 56. My weight doesn't go higher than 55, actually. Mm. Go higher than 56. So on way in, she's on weight. She's on 53. Then the next day, she picks up weight, mm. like 57, 58. So it's harder for me because I can't pick up weight that that quick, that quick overnight. See, so they become more powerful than I am. But now I'm fighting since I've joined Unleashed. I'm fighting flyweight. Mm-hmm. Colleen and my men, my my trainer, Uncle Lionel. She, they're trying their best to get me flyweight, flyweight fights. As I was about to fight the. To challenge the SA title from the girl in Eastern Cape before the lockdown. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Who, who were you gonna fight? Nozzy Bell? Uh, no, 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 no. It's oh. uh, I forgot the name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait. <laughs> yeah. When you fought Buki Wanonina, was it a bantamweight? Yeah, it was a bantamweight. It was my second fight mm. as a professional. Yeah. After Melissa. After Melissa. After Melissa. And. How do because you don't have a choice? Because are you saying because there's a lack or there are not enough of boxers around? That's why you have to fight people outside your weight. Yeah, there's a lack of lack of fights because you can't keep on training and training and training and not getting any fights. Mm. Even when you do get a fight, it's either it's cancelled, postponed, never happens. You see, we get those challenges as well. So yeah, ish. No, I can imagine it's it's, it's yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a bit tough. It's a bit tough. Okay, let's just take this voice note that has come through on 061-4104-107. For those who just joined us, we are talking to Smangela Hatebe. Uh, good evening, Tabiso and uh, listeners and Kusma uh, Apogwe Studio Man. I'm not going to tell you just one day. I'm a boxer. Angamani Naglenya Ngaya Wonditi Happy Women's Month. Watinda Bafaz Watindi Mbogoto. I so wish that we could promote us two months. Ngakezi Zamez Baza Meli Fighti. I'm a Nina Wetoma Lady. Especially the international fights. Ukwenzi Lobabe Exposed. Babe Exposed. Pago World. Bazo Kwazo. Yeah, loud and clear them. We're hoping that there are better opportunities. There are overseas fights uh, for our boxers. I'm sure you agree with that uh, smash that you need uh, international opportunities also. Yeah, I, I agree. 100%. 100%. We do need overseas fights. Like world title. You did fight in Russia, though. How was that experience for you? Uh, well, it was a great experience, but not with the cold. I don't get <laughs> very well with the cold, but it was a great, it was a good fight. Uh, 
I felt like I won that fight, but it was a, only a six-round fight, mm. not a title fight. Yeah, mm. I was only fighting six rounds. I'm hoping to meet Sofia again uh, in a title fight, not just rounds. Yeah, I finished all my rounds and just declared uh, a loss, even though I felt like it was a win. And many of my supporters felt like I won that fight because they were watching online as well. So, yeah, it was a good experience for me, and I'm hoping to get another opportunity outside. Well, they always say don't leave it to the judges when you go outside the country. Yeah, you have to knock them out. (laughs) No other way. You just have to knock them out and pray they don't get up. That's the only way. That's the only way. But how were you treated? Were you in Moscow? How were you treated? And and how do how is how would you describe the state of boxing that side? Uh, to be honest, I was all about checking out places because it's it's another world. I'm in another world, another country. You see, seeing new faces, but it was just normal for me. It was just normal. Mm. It's just normal. Just, I was treated very well. I was treated, they were very happy, especially the audience. They were very happy with my my boxing. So I'm glad and hoping that they'll call me again next time for another another type uh, a chance, another fight. And who has been your your toughest opponent in since you started boxing since your first fight in in 2016 against Melissa Miller? Because you've actually fought some big names here. Yeah, I have. Uh, but my toughest opponent was Ellen, Ellen Simwaka. Oh, yes, yes. I remember you yeah, fought it twice. I, yeah, I fought it three times, actually. Three times? <laughs> yeah, three times. Oh, yes. You fought it twice in the space of a month, ne? Yes. Yes, yes that's yes, what I remember. Yes, yes, yes. It was first an eight-rounder, mm-hmm. which I won. The second one was the ABU Titling. We drew on the that draw. one. Mm-hmm. And the last one... Uh, I lost that one in stoppage, round number seven. Why was she so tough? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was... <laughs> uh, I remember my last fight. It was... It was like a... I think that was a real war mm. of my last fight where I lost. Because I was seeing another Ellen. I was see. I was... Definitely seeing another Ellen because I couldn't even see properly as I was bleeding from round number two. Mm. That's why the referee Pumeza stopped the fight round number seven because all the way up round number two, I couldn't stop bleeding. Mm. So, yeah, my toughest, between those three fights, my toughest one was the second one, which was the ABU tackling. That was the draw. The that one at the, the Portuguese draw. hall. Yes, yes, yes. That was the draw. Yeah, because it was like this round I'm taking it. Next round she's taking it. This round I'm taking it. Yes, you see, it was a, uh, a challenging fight. Just a challenging fight. Yeah. How was your fight with Gabisile Chabalal? Yeah. <laughs> it was tough on the first, first round, second round. I think a little bit. On the on the third round, but as I kept going with the round with the rounds, I could see how she's fighting, and my coach told me to go in. Mm. So I just went in, and I don't know how it happened, but I won the fight at the end of the day. I'm glad and very happy because she's 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 actually my motivator. Mm. Before I even became a professional. I was looking up to her. Uh, we have a little newspaper article of her on, on our boxing. I mm. know boxing team. So, yeah. Yeah, I was always singing that name. I didn't know that I will one day fight her, but it happened. And I'm glad. And I'm hoping for other bigger fights, actually. So, yeah. you were not intimidated when you fought against somebody whose poster you had in the gym? Yeah, yeah. I I was I was because I remember it was my first time winning the 
uh, female prospect of the year, it was mm-hmm. February, I think, 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then a week after that, that fight came up. The, my late coach, Timbers, really called me and said, you know, uh, you have a fight in two weeks. It was actually a short notice. Mm. So I was like, who am I fighting? But I didn't care who I was fighting. <laughs> but when I found out it was Kavitile Shabala, like, yeah, I was nervous. But I said, you know what, let's just do it. It's just a game. So, yeah, it happened. Okay. And I'm glad. I'm very happy. Okay. For those who are just joining our conversation, we are just finding out more about Smash Smangele Hadebe, just to find out about her career, about her journey. We're going to go back and find out exactly where it started. But we, I did mention that we spoke to her manager, Colleen, two weeks ago. And uh, if you missed that interview, uh, this is what she had to say about uh, Smangele. Smangele, that girl is, I'm telling you, she's a, she's a prospect for a world champion. That girl trains, she trains so hard, she's so committed, so dedicated. And not only that, you know, our girls fight for a reason. There's always something, they fight for, uh, they believe that God. You know, when they get in the ring, they're fighting for a purpose. It's not mm. just because they love boxing, it's for a purpose. You know, that it's, it, and, and it's sad that, during Women's Month, this is, you know, they always get showcased during August month. But mm. I think our girls should be showcased every single month because they train just as hard as, the, as their males do. Hit it right on the nail there, Colleen. Couldn't agree with you more. She mentions Baby Lee there. Uh, firstly, can you just tell us about Colleen and just the role uh, and the impact she's had in your career as Mesh because she speaks highly of you? Uh, to be honest, uh, she's not just my manager, she's also a mother. She takes care of us in the ring and outside the ring. She makes sure that we, 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 we have what we need and we're training as well. We fit before the fight. You know, she's, she's always there and she's always asking if we're okay. She makes sure we, 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 we don't go hungry. Actually, yeah, she tries her best. She's actually the best, the best for all our boxes, for all our boxes. Yeah, we love her so much. We love her so much. She she mentions Baby Lee in in that clip there, and I know you also had mm-hmm. intentions of fighting Baby Lee. Unfortunately, of yeah. course, she was killed by a man, and uh, may us all rest in peace, Aliandre Yechels. Why did you want a Baby Lee? Why did you want to fight Baby Lee? Were you also impressed by how she fought or, or was it just somebody you were targeting? No, actually, uh, I did want to... I, I wanted so badly to have just uh, uh, an experience of fighting her because as a boxer, you have to aim high. have to like wish to fight that boxer and that boxer who's rated high in the country or outside the country. So, unfortunately, that will never happen. So that's why I decided to dedicate my fight, my last fight last year with Timber Zuma mm-hmm. uh, to, to Baby Lee, actually. And... And and how tough was it to accept her death? Because, I mean, it was tough for all of us. I can't imagine for you who were in the same space or in the same industry, like you said, that you had intentions of fighting her. Uh, it, it was tough. It was tough and it, it, it is tough for all of us. But, you know, things happened and... And... Uh, I yeah, no, it's a tough one. No, it's yeah, a tough one. Yeah, we, yeah, we no, it, it is tough. Yeah, tough. we even went down to the Eastern Cape for her funeral because it was really, really tough there. It was still a shock of Baby Lee's death. But for the, for those not familiar with Smangele, where does the love for, for boxing come from? Where did you pick up this interest or this passion? Uh, actually, I started boxing after watching a movie, The Million Dollar Baby. Oh, really? Yes, I do. (laughs) Yes, after that movie, I remember I watched it, it was a Saturday night. Then the next morning, it was a Sunday, I asked my brother if he knows any boxing gym around. So he asked around and he found it. Monday we went there, 
And that's how it started. The next Tuesday, I started training. Whoa. <laughs> so when did you watch Million Dollar Baby? Which year was it? Uh, that's a great story. I had no idea. Clint Eastwood in that movie, of course, Morgan Freeman. And uh, there's a boxer, Swank, there, the amateur boxer who's helped by um, Clint Eastwood to become a professional boxer. And who are some of your idols then growing up? You've already mentioned, or oh, after you got interested in boxing, who else did you look up to besides Gabisile Chabalal? Uh, I'm actually looking outside South Africa, who is overnight. And I was also looking forward to fighting um, a girl from England. It's, uh, but she actually retired. Mm. She actually retired, but I couldn't remember her name. But I would like to fight overnight. I don't know many flyweights, but I'm always looking for top names to fight someday. I hope it happens. Well, we also sure hope that it happens. You still have some some time on your side. But how did your family feel about uh, about you taking up boxing? Uh, well, it was like a joke. To be honest. <laughs> it was like a joke, especially to my mother. My mother, she doesn't believe I would actually make it because I'm that soft girl who's. Like as uh, a small and soft girl, so she couldn't believe I would get this far actually. But now she does, yeah, she believes because she's been in my uh, a couple of my fights, and also my brother, who's my biggest fan, after watching mm. me fight live. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But they they now believe it and they are. Uh, following me all the way, all the way. Is that Ntlakanipo, your brother? Yes, Ntlakanipo, Ntlakanipo. Ntlakanipo, good evening. Thanks for joining us on SAFM. Okay, thanks. Uh, it's good to join you guys. <laughs> she was just talking about you, not knowing that we've got you on the line. We're just finding <laughs> out more about Smangele and her boxing interest. For you, she says you're one of the biggest supporters. What was your reaction when she said she wants to take up boxing? No, it was a for me. It was a bad decision because uh, I always I always wanted not to see him like being hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I just told her like we just go and search for the gym, and we went for it, and mm-hmm. got the gym, and I started supporting him and giving her hope that one day she'll make it. And what do you make of the progress that she's made? Because she was prospect of the year back-to-back at the SA Boxing Awards. A lot of people are talking about her. She's been very impressive. I'm saying, what do you make of her success so far in boxing? Are you impressed by what she's done? Are you surprised? Yeah, I'm really impressed. And I always knew that one day she'll make it. Ah. Yeah. And And I know she got more to show us. She still has more. So do you go and watch her fights? Yeah, I do go. Is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Even when she gets bitten there, you are still there shouting her name. Yeah, I'm still. I'll never stop shouting. <laughs> and you, did you ever have any interest in boxing? Yeah, I'm also into boxing as well. Mm. Yeah, but I'm still an amateur. I was planning to turn professional this year, but I couldn't make it. So I was thinking about next year. Are you inspired by your sister? Yes. Ah, that's good to hear. And sh- we've got her on the line. What would you like to say to her, Ntlakanipo? What would you like to say to Sma? Sma, uh, I'd like to say um, she has to keep training. And there's more to come. There's more to come. And I know that she will make it. Great stuff. Thanks for joining us, Ntlakanipo. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. Smash, I'm sure you were not expecting that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting, but thank you so much. And what do you make of his boxing skills? Does he have it? Can he go pro? Yeah, he can go pro. He just needs me to give us a bit of a spelling.
What do you say to those Smangela who say, no, but boxing is violent, it's not a sport, we shouldn't be promoting it, uh, women should not be boxing, let alone male, men? You know, uh, to be honest, yes, you have different views, different opinions about each and every sport, but it's not... It's not something that everything, everyone would love. But uh, I'm just hoping that they actually see a live tournament. Mm. That's where they'll be interested. Because boxing is interesting when you're watching it live. live, Mm. Not on TV or whatever. Mm. If they they hear, hear anything about boxing tournaments around their area or anywhere... You just pop in, watch, and they'll see. It won't, it's, it's not so bad. Yes, it is a dangerous, but it's not so bad until you get in there and just be interested in it. A lot of boxers that we speak to have different lessons uh, that they take out of boxing. Uh, some say they, boxing has taught them discipline. What, what would you say boxing has taught you since you started in 2016? Uh, to be honest, I do agree with them because training, besides boxing, training keeps you disciplined. And because I took, I, I chose boxing after my metric, mm-hmm. which was 30, my, I finished my metric in 2012. I started boxing in 2013. Actually, I took a gap year. Mm because I didn't qualify at UJ. So I took a gap year. So I decided to start something, to do something. That's when I joined boxing. So, yes, I can agree with those who say keeps you focused, keeps you disciplined. Because I'm that example, actually. <laughs> and what, what message do you have for aspiring female boxers especially or even if we have parents that are listening to us tonight and maybe their daughters or their girls want to take up boxing and, and maybe they're skeptical what message do you have for them um, to all the boxers wish don't give up let's just keep training opportunities are going to open up Okay, no, unfortunately that line is letting us down there. Uh, But she says don't give up. She says the opportunities will always come if you're in boxing. And she says boxing is not as dangerous as a lot of people think it is. Uh, So um, go there. If you haven't watched the live tournament, maybe you'll have a different perspective of a boxing. But that was Mangele Hadebe speaking to us there. We're going to take a quick break and we'll wrap up after this. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And let's wrap up with this voice note for Smash. Supporting it, you must keep at that good hard working and work hard diligently so that we may be proud of her. I wish her a well done. Okay, thank you for that voice note. Smash, before we let you go, you did say that you've got another, you've got a job uh, that you do full-time and you're enjoying it. How can people support you there if they want to support you, if they want to uh, support you the business? On Facebook, which is Flower Pots and Fountains, mm-hmm. they can just message if they are interested. There's some pictures as well. It's still a small growing business. Mm. So, yeah, if they want more pictures, they can just inbox me on Facebook and smangele smash hatele. Yeah, well, then we'll, I'll just send them pictures if they are interested, then we'll take it from there. Okay, great. And the, yeah. and the name is Flower Pots and Fountains. Yeah, Flower Pots and Fountains, but we started doing stepping stones as well. Mm. Yeah, paving, for paving stuff. Okay, awesome stuff, Smash. Thank you for taking our call. Thanks for speaking to us and for just for telling us about your journey and your career. And uh, we thank appreciate you so much. it. And thank you for having me as well. Thank, thank you. you.
That's Mangele Hadebe from Kwatema, ne? Uh, from Kwatema here in Gauteng in the East Rand. Unfortunately, we can't get hold of Rodney Berman. He had agreed to speak to us, but his phone is off. Uh, these things happen, though. It's the nature of the beast. Uh, but here is his statement. It says, Golden Gloves determined to clear COVID-19 hurdles and get boxing going again. The go-ahead to resume live boxing has finally been given, albeit with severe conditions in place. As expected, no crowd will be allowed at the venue with the resultant loss of gate income. In addition, it is assumed that there will be restrictions on the number of fights and rounds allowed uh, at each tournament. Uh, that's what Rodney Berman is saying there. He says, regrettably though, many of the fights that we're planning will have to go on the back burner until early next year. And one of the casualties is the planned four-man cruiserweight tournament featuring Akani Puzi, uh, Lebo Mashitwa, Kitten Gomes and Chris Thompson, which will have to wait until next year. And he says that it looks like boxing will follow a similar protocol to what is currently used in football, uh, which is uh, that the boxers will need or everybody will need to go into a bio bubble prior each event that's the official statement from rodney berman and then he says i'm pleased to confirm that the cruiserweight last man standing tournament will be added to the october and december tournaments now uh, two outstanding events to celebrate the return of boxing and 2020 and it's full time at the amatak stadium it is a bloemfontein celtic three kaiser chiefs one which means now the gap is still six points but chiefs have played one game more than mamelodi sundowns good evening hey i can't believe what i'm seeing okay let alone what i'm hearing i'm hearing you on the radio Beautiful show as always, but I'm seeing three one, Celtics three, Kaiser Chiefs one. Just as I was about to sing Abuila Makos, no man, something is not right. What 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 is happening here? What day is it today? I know man, Kaiser Chiefs. Can't they? hi hi, this is Felicity from Joburg. Hey Felicity, sorry. We can hear your pain there, Felicity, but it's not over yet. Still five more games to go uh, for 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 Kaiser Chiefs now. So uh, let's see. They always say that. Um, well, they always say the league is not won in May, but we're in August now. So let's see what happens there. But full time score: Bloemfontein Celtic three, Kaiser Chiefs one. It was two nil to Supersport against the uh, Bulukwane City earlier today. That's it from us. It's time for news.